Welcome to the Ramble Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Primus, father, entrepreneur, filmmaker, athlete, hopeful writer, and dedicated wanderer. I'm curious to learn more about how people live their lives, their struggles, and passions, and pains. So every week, with athletes, entrepreneurs, healers, adventurers, and beyond, I'm going to have unbound and uncensored long-form conversations about people, places, pursuits, and performance. Enjoy. A few years ago, I bought myself a motorcycle, much to the dismay of my mother. Mothers all over the world, I imagine. Uh, but I had always fantasized about it, and uh, the thing that sealed the deal was you McGregor and Charlie Bowman's um, uh, Long Way Round. Man, what a show. If you have the chance to watch that series on, I think it's on Apple TV now. I've watched the first one. I haven't watched the second one or third one yet, but it's just, it's just so romantic. There's something so romantic about being uh, on a motorcycle. And uh, ever since buying one, <laughs> I, I mean, it's just proved itself out. I, I love when I ride. And uh, I don't like being cold when I ride, but when you get a nice warm summer day and you're just cruising through the mountains or through you know, the fields or the rolling hills, oh, it is freedom. <laughs> it is freedom. So one day, you know, I would like to motorcycle from, uh, from well, Alaska. I want to break a trip up into two. I want to go sort of the entire Pan-American um, Highway from Alaska all the way down to Ushuaia in South America at the, at the tip of uh, Argentina, I believe. I think it's Argentina, not Chile. But I want to break it up into two trips. I want to do the trip from Alaska to British Columbia one year and then from uh, British Columbia down to uh, Argentina another year. And I have a, I have a riding mate to do that with, um, a friend of mine from Argentina, who's now living in Sicily and is probably going to move to Canada. Uh, Jupiter's Travels is a great book also about a gentleman who motorcycled around the world, I think in the seventies. And I think he did it twice. Uh, his journey was, was very long. I don't know if it was how many years it was, but it was at least a few years. And he's a great writer, an English guy. And I do recommend that. That's, uh, that was the book that actually inspired Ewan and Charlie to do their trip. So there you have it. Uh, oh, another great one, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. I read that while I was hitchhiking across Canada. And I thought, damn, this would be a lot of fun around a motorcycle then. But it was 15 years before I ended up getting a motorcycle after that. So there you have it. Jupiter's Travels and uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance is two great romantic motorcycle books or books that romanticize the long haul motorcycle journey. All right. So from a recent trip I took uh, last summer, I you know had some stoic lessons to learn. Uh, so that is the title of this blog, Stoic Lessons from a Motorcycle Trip. The sage brushed gently swayed in the wind, offering a wisp of its delicate, earthy, and herbaceous scent. Below, the deep blue of the Thompson River continued carving out the dry, dusty Dakota sandstone of the Cascade Mountains on its way to the mighty Fraser River, some hundred kilometers west. The land baked in the August sun, approaching feels-like temperatures of 105 degrees Fahrenheit. I lay hidden in a sliver of shade cast by my motorcycle on the burning asphalt. Some four hours earlier, 
I had pulled my motorcycle over to take in the view of the canyon with its rolling pastures terraced between the river valley and the arid hills that stretched upward toward towering rocky peaks. It was a canvas of grandeur. Only nature knows how to paint. I was so excited to see the view, write in my journal and smoke a cigar, that I left the key in the ignition. Subsequently, my bike's battery died, leaving me stranded on the side of the Trans-Canada Highway. Upon assessing my situation, I found I had one bar of cellular reception, a quarter battery life in my phone, half a cliff bar, and only a few hundred millimeters of water. I'd been heading home, some 300 miles of traveled road behind me, salivating for a home-cooked dinner and time with the family. Nevertheless, as my friend says, men make plans, the universe laughs. Control is more of an illusion than we like to accept. We don't control the weather or the traffic or how others act. The good news is, as Marcus Aurelius says, you have the power over your mind. Realize this and you will find strength. So while my anger and frustration could have boiled over in the desert-like heat and my thoughts could have run wild in agitation, that would not have helped me get out of my predicament. It would have ruined the lovely trip I was enjoying and dimmed the stunning views around me. I was again reminded of advice from a friend. Reframing allows us to embrace life as it happens to us and to paint the circumstances that come to us from a palette of our own choosing. Again, I could have gotten upset, but in a conscious effort to try to practice what I preach, I reminded myself that things could have been so much worse. Stoics call it negative visualization. Instead of safely sitting on the ground, I could have been tangled up on the side of the road, having been run off by a demonic-looking 18-wheeler. There could be no cell service, no drops of water. Heck, it could have even only been a mediocre view. All I had to do was sit down, breathe slowly, trust things would work out, and patiently wait. The last time I just sat silently for five hours must have been in the womb. And if the idle time is a kind of wealth beyond price, as I once heard it put, then I was certainly, at the moment, a very rich man. With some finagling to find just the right location for self-service, I managed to send a text with my geolocation to my wife, who arranged for a tow truck to come and give me a jump. I also managed to reach some friends who had recently moved to a small town about an hour away. They offered to come get me if the truck didn't arrive. By the time support finally arrived and boosted the mighty Rick, that's the name of my motorbike because it comes from my uncle Rick, back to its rooming glory, I was rather parched and the sun had taken its toll on my skin, but I was otherwise feeling completely at peace. As dusk was fast approaching, I'd arranged to stay with my friends instead of risking further like issues arising in the middle of the night and route home. My work, meetings, and family would have to wait an extra day for me. But the world would not, and it did not, end. The situation had offered me a beautiful opportunity to be what it would be, and for me to not lose my mind in the process. It's worth noting that I later learned from three separate sources, no less, that motorbike batteries can be jump-started while rolling down a hill and releasing the clutch in second gear. I'll be more ready next time. <laughs> that was a uh, <laughs> that was a, a funny and sad realization that uh, you can just, because I was on a very steep hill, that you can, um, 
you can just jumpstart a bike um, in second gear while rolling down a hill. So I will be ready next time. And I, and I do desire after that experience to improve my, my technical skills or my mechanical skills, I should say, around motorbiking. Uh, something I haven't had time to do in the past year since that happened. But I do intend to do it and I will do it. Uh, I don't think it'll happen, you know, the remainder of this year, but maybe by next summer, I'll be able to take a little motorbike mechanics course and have my own little Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance moment. You know, it's a, it's kind of part of it to, to have this relationship with the machine. It's like, it's akin to driving a fast car, you know, a sport car, I should say in that's a, that's a manual that's a manual, right? A stick shift where a manual transmit transition where you get to feel, you know, gear one, gear two, gear three, gear four, gear five. And if you're lucky, gear six. And I still love that. You know, I love being able to, to feel the road and, 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 and be in, in, in sort of this relationship with the driving experience. That's why, uh, well, I haven't owned it. I've owned manual cars in the past and I'd like to get one again. Frick, I don't even know if they make them anymore, but, um, but there's just something about that, that simplicity. And that simplicity is part of what you feel out there when you're motorcycling. You know, it's, you can't use your phone. Although I do see a lot of guys with their phones uh, put up on the dash. I don't do that. I think it's just too much of a distraction, even if it is a map. And you know, that's, that's, that's a tough, that's a dangerous road to, to travel when you're distracted by, you know, screens on your own a motorbike, let alone, you know, in a car, but it's just so simple. And it's these simple things that I really find myself gravitating towards more and more ice baths, saunas, riding a motorcycle, being in the garden with my wife, you know, hands in nature, hunting, you know, a rifle when you're hunting is a very, it's a very simple tool, you know, if you will, there's no, there's no tech Well, they're, they're introducing technology to it with, with different types of apps to allow you to measure wind and, and distance and, and drop and all these different things. But as the world becomes more technical, more and more technical, and we become more reliant on technology, I just continue to be called to the simpler things. And I continue to find more enjoyment in those things than I did before. You know, I took them for granted before. I don't anymore. You know, so if you're into it, I do strongly recommend either reading those books uh, I mentioned about motorcycle trips or just going out and getting your learners and just starting the process. It is a, uh, it's a great hobby. It's a dangerous one, but it's a great one. All right, my friends. Be well and have wonderful adventures. As always, thanks so much for listening to The Ramble. No, there is a lot of podcasts out there. So we thank you for choosing to listen all the way through on this one. You know, we want to be part of the, the solution, the, the good questions, the things that move you and inspire you and make you want to connect deeper with yourself and others and all that great stuff. So if the spirit does move you, subscribe, share, post, anything. We'd be forever grateful. And if you have any comments or feedback, good, bad, ugly, it doesn't matter. We're here to listen. Guests you think we should have on. Of course, send them along. Thank you. And until next time, peace.